Hey productive people, this is Art Gelwicks for the Idea Pump. I wanted to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Here's a question I got hit with recently. Is it possible to truly be productive in only 40 hours a week? Now, our modern work culture has trained us to think that the only way we can be successful is by working extraordinary numbers of hours each week. People working their hustle, honestly, I don't care for that term, will all but brag about the 70, 80, 90 hours a week they put in. I have to wonder, are they being as productive as they can be? Or are they compensating for poor productivity with increased hours? Many people in the technology field work as contractors obligated by said contract to a 40-hour billable period each week. However, as often as it is the case, they're limited to not overbill a client if they need to work more hours. So how do you balance a hard limit of hours with milestones and deliverables set in conjunction with staff personnel who don't have that hard limit? First, Learn how to estimate. One of the best tools in a consultant or contractor's toolbox is the ability to estimate work accurately and consistently. Building the skill takes experience and effort, but there are some hacks you can use to help this along. First, write down how long it takes you to do each task, no matter how long or short. What you're building is a historical record for you to use for reference in estimating your workload and what can be done within a fixed amount of time. Let's say, for example, you're working on a spreadsheet and one of the requirements is to create a pivot table, an accompanying chart for analysis. When you're finished, you found it took you about an hour to create the table and chart to a level of completion suitable for submission that hour number now becomes a reference measure for your future estimates. Now, when asked to create three pivot tables and accompanying charts, you could comfortably respond, it will take four hours. Wait, hold on. Your math's off. If you're paying attention, you'll notice I added an extra hour to the estimate. There's three reasons for this. First, there is start and stop time to be included when transitioning from one objective to the next. Second, you need to provide a buffer to allow for unknown problems that will likely creep into your work. And third, any task longer than an hour is likely to get interrupted. So you need to allow for that loss and regaining of focus. So things start to add up. If we work from a fixed pool of 40 hours, you start to subtract from that number rather than adding up task estimates to get there. So at this point, we're at 36 hours after estimating our three table project. Factor in meetings, about one and a half hours for a one hour meeting, including prep and recap, recurring administrative tasks, and known scheduled activities such as scrum sessions, to get to a realistic number of hours you 
have available to do productive work each week. Now, it's important you keep those estimates recorded as the week progresses so you can be sure that not only are you not overextending yourself, but that you're also not overbilling your client and you're getting the work done you're committed to. Wait a second. What if I'm not restricted to 40 hours? If you're in a position where there's an expectation you will keep working until the job is done, regardless of the numbers you have, number of hours you have to put in, uh, whether that comes from management or yourself is a different discussion entirely. Using the 40-hour measure can be just as useful. By tracking your time, refining your estimates, and projecting your workload, you can balance your effort against your peak periods of productive flow. So how do I get started with this? Simple. Begin by recording the time you're spending on the work you're doing. Keep notes, and at the end of each week, do some analysis around creating the building blocks for your estimating system. If you can get your time under control, you'll be able to use it more effectively and treat it like the non-renewable resource it actually is. If you found this helpful and you want to learn more about this topic or other related topics or basically anything to do with productivity, make sure you stop over at theideapump.com. We've got articles, context, links, podcasts, you name it, all kinds of information there on any variety of topics. And if you don't see something already there that answers the questions that you have, we have the tip community. The community is there to help you, not only by answering your questions, but giving you an opportunity to answer the questions for others. So take some time and stop by. Come over and visit. It's theideapump.com. And let me know what you think. I'm always looking for new ideas for content. And I'm always looking for the opportunity to talk to people about being productive.